This episode sponsored by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP50. Use the code OP50 for 50% off, plus your first box ships free. Did Jimmy have an issue with Carl Ruiz? If so, why? I um look, man, I don't like Jimmy, but I'm not gonna like oversell anything. I honestly don't know the answer to that. I feel like um uh I feel like Jimmy had no problem with uh Carl Ruiz. People around me had a problem with uh not Carl necessarily, but they had a problem with the fact that I was trying to move on and build a whole brand new show. Everybody just wanted me to do Opie and Anthony until my my last breath. That was the real problem. So maybe because of that, maybe some people uh, were kind of not as nice towards Carl. But in general, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a bad situation. So there you go, man. For the first time on the live stream. For the first time on the live stream, it's my friend Andy. Ruizing. We're going to start it right off with Carl. There we go. I see the Ruizing shirt. I love it. What's um, going on? I, I have to apologize because I, I've, I've been doing my thing down here with the Bearded Babble. And this is my first time working on a new computer. And I was on a different, I was on Safari. I had to get on Chrome. I had to type in the link. <laughs> it was just an app. I spent the last like 10 minutes absolutely insane getting this. But I'm here. Listen, you were actually when you turned the thing. If I was, if you would have gone just a little bit further from where you were today, that's where I was. You probably could have seen me waving from uh, the other side of the mall. Wait, you're you're you live near the American Dream Mall? Yeah, I'm. I'm about uh, probably about like ten minutes past that on Ruth. You know, you know where uh, TikTok is. I'm right by TikTok. Wait, the, TikTok has an office in Jersey? No, the the uh, t- the diner, the world famous oh. TikTok diner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, listen, we're I don't know TikTok. We we don't know TikTok. That's not us. <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot. That I'm talking the old the old person diner. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Okay, you're right. And is that why you grow the beard? Because there's a lot of you know there's a lot of Muslims in that area, uh, Andy. I'm actually right in the middle of Hasidic. Uh, oh, you area. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of Hasidicville here. That's, oh, okay. that's where I am. I, I love that beard. So uh, me and Andy, like, I guess we became friends by accident through our friend Carl Ruiz, right? I, I would say that. Yeah. Um, and I finally met uh, Andy for the first time when we went to the uh, street signing for Carl in Passaic, New Jersey, right across the street from his dad's uh, tire shop. Carl now has a street named after him. And I went. Of course I went. And uh, and then I, I saw you there, my friend Andy, uh, aka Bearded uh, uh, Bearded Humor, and also Bearded Babble is your is your podcast. Yeah, right? just like you, just trying to just figure everything out, just you know, just trying to get a good message out there, just keep the world I, laughing. I, I I hear you. So how did you know uh, Carl? That this is the funny thing about the whole thing with 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 Carl is. Uh, my wife and I are, were like, we, we watch a lot of what we call mindless TV at night to, to after our very stressful days. And we're, we're into, I, I don't want to, I don't want to insult the food network, but we watch a lot of food network. We watch a lot of guy stuff. We watch a lot of, you know, and we were huge fans of Carl. And it was funny because the first time I saw him, I was like, there's something about that guy. There's something, 
we followed him. We fell in love with him. We were friends. I used to send him messages because he was always right around here eating food. Right. And I'd be like, hey. And he'd be like, yeah, let me know when we're going to stop by. But my, my days were always crazy. And there was one time I was about to go and then something happened and I wasn't able to make it. Long story short, it turns out after he passed away, I started noticing a lot of the the other kids that I grew up with, the younger the younger group of the kids that I grew up with in the area. They were posting up, oh, Carlito. I cut, And I was like, oh, my God, that was Carlito from down the block. Right. I remember his grandmother around like dinner time. She would be screaming, Carlito, get on, Carlito. And it was it was like, oh, my God, I knew who he was. I was trying to connect with him, but I knew who he was Wait, the whole time. So Wait, so you knew Carl before he was famous because you guys lived kind of in the same neighborhood? Yeah, he, yeah, right down, right down uh, Kensington Terrace in Passaic. Oh I think that's my. where his grandmother was, and that's where we used to we used to hang out and play wiffle ball there. And it was it was the I was like, you know, when I found out, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I couldn't believe that that was little Carlito. Oh my god, I loved him as as Carl Ruiz, right. but Ruizing, but I didn't like. I said the first time I saw him, I was like, that's something about him is familiar because I knew him. Oh, and I didn't realize that I knew him. Did you? Uh, did you play with him as a child and stuff? No, we. You know, it was. It was kind of like that. That young. I mean, like we probably did like big events, like probably like you know wiffle ball games or football games. But they were the younger crowd, right? You know, so you know, you know, the older kids. You know, the older kids stayed away from us. We stayed away from the younger kids. There were so many kids in this in this neighborhood that that we grew up in. It was it was insane. And it were just all the little groups. We all knew each other. We all crossed each other's paths. You know, but again, like I said, it was like, oh my gosh, that's that's Carlito. Oh my gosh, so you're basically a childhood friend of his, technically. I mean, you guys ran, you know, ran into each other here and there. Uh, Kel with the two dollars super chat, thank you. If you had to be a diff, which produce would you choose? Uh, you've seen me talking to the vegetables, Andy. Which which vegetable would you be? First of all, I think I would go jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, I think because it keeps me awake, it keeps me regular. That's, that's <laughs> I want to, you know, you know me. I always have to be different, so I think I would have to go with a tomato, which is officially a vegetable. I think I, I mean officially a uh, a fruit. So it, now, what tomato. is there's there's a very interesting story about. Is there something about when the Italian immigrants came to this country? Wasn't it like switched because of taxing or money or something like that? That it was from a vegetable to a fruit. Wait, is that the story? Because that, you know, I, I never heard that, but it makes total sense because it's so, it's so stupid because tomato, the, the tomato is a vegetable. I don't care what scientists say with the seeds and all that. Shut up. It's a it, vegetable. It, it yeah, it was. it's a very weird. It had something to do with when the immigrants came here. Right. Um, I guess they were allowed to, I guess, bring the tomatoes in with them. or, or I, I don't know what it was, but there was something that uh, I guess they realized they were losing money. And if, if they made it, you know, if they switched it, that they could make money off of it. Man, I'm going to look that up after we're uh, off the air. Now, you said in there you have very, very stressful days. What do you want to say about that, Andy? Um, I, I'm a special needs parent. Um, uh, and it's... It, it's it's just I, I look at life a lot differently. Um, uh, I'm inspired by a lot of things. I, I've, I've been very inspired by you lately. Um, I, I listen. I was a huge fan back in the day. Uh, you know of of all shock jock radio, of all talk radio. Right. Um, uh, uh, with with my journeys, I actually got to know a lot of the people from Z100 over the years, uh, coming to to the special hospitals that we lived in with my son and stuff like that. Uh, but was a fan of yours. But when I started picking up on you again. Um, it's your energy now. It's, it was your energy. It was your fun energy back then, but it's your energy now. It's, it's a change. It's a, we all grow, we all growth. We all want things for ourselves, for those around us. Um, and it's, it's just the positivity and the laughter and, and, and healing. 
Right. I, I think that's that's a big thing that we're all trying to do. Like I said, I, I've been living this life uh, 18 years. My son got uh, sick uh, 18 years ago, and it's it's been every day. Uh, we basically live in in post traumatic stress every day. But uh, thank goodness, due to laughter and and due to, to to great people that we have in our lives that bring the good energy, we make the best of the day. We make it the best we can. Right. Your your days are long and tough. Um, uh, do do you tell people what's wrong with your son, or you just say special needs, or it's uh, would, that, that, that that like I said, I mean, if, if you if you check out the Beard of Babel, you can go to uh, yeah. Jadensjourney.com. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things. He was stricken with bacterial meningitis. Uh, it was about it was about 19 years ago. Um, he suffered two strokes. Uh, since then he's had incontrollable seizures. He was left to deaf mute, uh, right. Total. He had total right side paralysis. He's overcome most of it. Um, and, and it's just, it's a constant, it's a roller coaster. Uh, the past couple of, of weeks, uh, have, have, have been difficult, uh, but we right. never know we're starting to come back up again. That's why I reached out to you. I know we've been, we've been trying to hook up for a while Yeah, and this, this is always my life. So I was just like, finally, like, okay, finally things are going good. I got to just jump on it. Well, there, I, man, I, I, there's a lot I want to say in there. First of all, uh, you know, for the people that don't know, um, Andy's the one that is, is making those really, really funny thumbnails for my videos, but he hasn't in a while. And I, I know when you have to tap out and I just like leave you alone, um, but I know you've been going through a, a lot the last couple of weeks. And I got to tell you, Andy, I haven't uh, said this to you personally, but um, I'm going to tonight. You're an inspiration to, to me, like how you go through life and how you've got real struggles with your son. You include him in everything. He's still obviously part of your family, which it should be, of course. And uh, you're, you always have uh, a, a smile and a sense of humor about this incredible chaos that is going on around you in your house. And it, it makes me think that I'm a piece of crap when I think about the dumb little things happening in my life. I'm like, look at this, Andy. Like, like, And you'll tell me stuff from time to time, and then I'll, I'll check you out on your social media, and you're just laughing your way through these, these crazy days. And I think we could all learn uh, something from that, my friend. I, I appreciate that, and I hear that all the time. And it, it's, it, it doesn't bother me. But we all carry different weights on our shoulders and and no one should. And like I said, I understand when I get that, like, oh, I don't want to complain to you. You should. It's therapy. We, we all need to talk about whatever is bothering us. And, that, and that's that's the important thing. And we all need to laugh about it. Like right. I said, yeah, there are tough days, but we somehow just we find the laughter, uh, my, my comedy, my humor. Like I said, the, the memes I do. Um, I haven't been on stage in a while, but a lot of my comedy actually jokes about um, my son and what we go through in this house. And it, it's the best way of, get, of getting through. It's just laugh at everything. Right. Well, look, you, you, you say that like it's the easiest thing in the world to do. But I mean, to actually apply that like you like you do is just uh, pretty amazing to see from afar, my friend. Uh, somebody just asked about uh, cannabis. Absolutely. Cannabis uh, we use for my son. He has a, a medical marijuana uh, card here in New Jersey. And of course, uh, me and my wife use cannabis quite often because it's probably the best stress relief. So yes, uh, 4, 420 was a good day. We uh, we went through uh, plenty of our stash yesterday. We figured what the heck is because we, we, we have to be on point all the time for my son all the yeah. time. So I can only do a little bit. That's that's why when you invited me for the beer show, I said yes, I'll come. But yeah. I could probably only do sips because I don't drink anymore. I mean, well, I, yeah, I, no, I, I I do a beer show and I just I sip <laughs> through my beers. I mean, it's just a, it's a fun hang with uh, 
people I care about and, and like. So that's why I want you on the show. I don't care if you get hammered, man. <laughs> I just want you to try a couple of beers. Just to, to Absolutely. It's, it's been a while, and I would definitely look forward to sipping yeah, on a few so uh, few cold ones one of these we'll, days. We'll definitely get that done. And, and your, uh, your social media for 420 yesterday was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. How long have you been growing that beard, Andy? Um... I, I've always, I pretty much always had a goatee and then it was somewhere, I don't know, probably about uh, 20 years ago or so. It was uh, probably like a no shave November and that was it. That was, it was always a goatee and, and then a no shave November just turned into, okay, yeah, I'll just let it go. So it's been years. Yes. Yeah. And what people don't know is your hair is just as wild. wild yeah. Yeah. Wild, it's, wild. Yeah. I got it all down today, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a mess. I look like somebody who stuck their finger in electric socket. <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. My friend. Um, but, and, and your son's doing okay uh, right now, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it's, it's, we never know minute to minute. Uh, we're, we're grateful a few years ago, we got night nursing. So the state provided us. So we actually get 12 hours, a a, a break uh, a night, which is wonderful. So nurses upstairs. So now we get to spend time with my daughter and, and that's, uh, then you continue, you know, it's the the days around my son and then the nights are around my daughter. So it's, it's, it's always family. What's the, what's the Mr. Bean connection with your son and you, and, and some of those videos have kind of gone viral in a way. It's, um, that was a funny thing before my son got sick. We were always uh, big Mr. Bean fans, uh, big fans of British humor and Australian humor because it's better than American humor because they're just funnier. Uh, but he, we were huge Mr. Bean fans when he got sick and he was basically left a deaf mute and he wasn't doing really well. That was the one thing we were able to put back on Mr. Bean because it's, it's silent comedy. He doesn't speak in his comedy. Right. So we were able to start watching that again, and we were able to see that he was able to to see the humor and understand the humor. And that was that was one of the greatest oh gifts God. ever. He lost so much, but he never lost his his sense of humor, which he still has, which is amazing, and his just his absolute love for people. He right. never lost. He lost pretty much everything, but those two things. Wow. Um, so again, I, I was always a car guy. I was always building something in the garage. Uh, when my son got sick, I was building a custom Porsche. Uh, everything went out the window, lost the house, lost the cars, lost, lost everything. Um, what I needed to start building again, because I needed some therapy. Uh, I basically got a, uh, an old mini Cooper, a, a Mr. Bean mini Cooper and built a Mr. Bean mobile. And uh, it kind of took off. And it's, it's, it's a, it's the one is a replica of the Mr. Bean's car. And one is a kind of a, uh, a tribute to his car. Yeah. And you guys drive it around a little bit, and some of the videos have done very well. Like, so because of your your son's sickness, you lost everything, Andy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're 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 you got to write a book. You're like an inspiration to people. It's, uh, but the thing is, is is I've learned from so many people. I, I I appreciate and I love the fact that I can share and I can possibly help someone else going through whatever they're going through. Right. Uh, because I have learned from so many people, and that's why I just try to just to just give that back. Um, again, it's it's listen. I know people that go through a similar or worse than what I go through, and you can't expect everyone to 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 be like this. I know people that just curl you know curl up into a ball and. And, and that's the way their life is. And you can't blame them. Uh, there are times that we all, like I said, like in my life, in your life, in, in everybody's life, that there come those times where you just, how much more of this can I do? How much more of this can I take? Right. And you just, you just have to remember that, that on those cloudy days, the sun is still always shining above those clouds. It's still there. You may not see it. It may be dark. It may be horrible. <laughs> the sun is still there. And listen, I've gone through days. I've gone through months of yeah. 
living in in ICU with my son. And it's and to think that you're like in the beginning of that, you're like, OK, uh, we'll be out of here in a couple of days. We'll be out of here in a couple of weeks. We'll be out. And when you find and we've done it so much in our lives that it just it kind of helps you remember that you can get through anything. Yeah, I, I laugh because I, I'm praying you didn't see the live stream where I made fun of that, uh, that, uh, you know, the sun is always shining. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. In principle, of course, I've lived my life that way, but I just made fun of that. And I, I have to acknowledge it because I got my regulars and they know I made fun of that uh, that thing. But um, what? so how old was your son when all this went uh, went down? He was uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Can I ask a weird question? There's no such thing as a weird question. Uh, that's why I, I want to be polite, but I, I'm going to ask it anyway. Um did good things come out of this incredible, uh, horrific uh, experience and this horrific, this horrific thing that came uh, that uh, happened to your son? Excuse me. I, I, I have a very odd answer for that. It's something that I've thought about um, probably over years. You know, people would always be like, oh, don't, do you wish you could go back in time or you wish that never happened? Of course. Yeah. But that goes without saying. Yeah, ab absolutely. But the, the reality is you can't. You have to accept it and you have to move on. But on the flip side of that, I've I've asked myself, okay, if if I could go back in time, and it's an interesting question that the life that I was leading, we were we we had just bought a house, we were getting it the way that we wanted to, I had a brand new car, I was building like I said a custom car in the garage, a huge deck, we just put a, a pool in the back, everything was was the dream. We we were on our way to the dream, and then in one day all that changed. Uh, my son got sick within two months. We had to sell the house, sold all the cars, basically sold everything, uh, moved into my mother-in-law's house. We live in the attic. I'm in the basement right now. We're still here. Um, and yes, it's not the life that I would have ever have thought that I would have ever expected. But I've seen things. I've seen a side of life that I never would. I've lived in hospitals. I've met families. I've met children. I've met people that I never would have met and I've learned things in life that I never would have learned. Yes, this is extremely difficult. If my son could never have to go through this. Yes, of course, I would never have want him to, to go through it, but we go through it and I try to find the positive. I try to pull the, the positive. I, I try to just look for the good in, in all you can, because I can sit here and I can tell you about a lot of the days and I can just ramble about the bad. Right. I can go on and on for hours about of the bad. Course. But what, what is that doing? That's bringing me back down. It's going to bring you down. It's going to bring corn diff down. It's going to bring everybody down. And we don't want to do that. We, we got to bring, we got to try to bring everybody up. I mean, just look at the world. So I have to say it's, it's insane. I, see, I gotta be the guy though. Like you're so inspirational. Like you say all this stuff, like it's so easy to do. Like you're, you're on, I mean, you're literally unbelievable. I felt an attraction to you immediately. Cause I'm like, this guy's energy is absolutely insane. But, but what, he, what he's been through, but listen, you know, you know, the reality of it, you know, listen, you've been through some high highs and you've been through some low lows. Like but how many, listen, I'm the same as you and I'm the same as pretty much everybody else in here. I have those days where I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I have those days where I just want to punch something, but I don't, I have those days where I scream into a pillow or something like that. We have them. We're all human. Right. It's, that's, well, how do you how do you get through that when you're feeling that at your lowest low? I, I actually I'm still learning, and and I don't think I'll ever stop learning. I'm always looking for new ways. A uh, big thing for me recently was um, 
oh my god what was the name it was on uh netflix um oh my god jonah jonah hill oh uh, my god that was such a great documentary yes yes i've taken I, i've taken a lot of good stuff that that got me back into to, to new things like the the, the string of pearls just right. focusing, just focusing on one thing at a time, right. not worrying about what's next or what happened before. Right. Doing that, breathing through it. Okay, that's done. What's next? Right. It's just, just stuts, stuts on Netflix. I just want, yes. And I, I just want to add, uh, it's basically a documentary where Jonah Hill hangs out with his therapist that really got his uh, head back in the right place, uh, especially after the death of his, uh, his brother. My God, Jonah Hill lost his brother. I I think I I have a bond with you because I think you remind me of my um, not that you're old I don't even know how old you are and I don't care but you remind me of my dad and I'll tell you why because my dad went through incredible tragedy in, in his life he lost two kids to crib death he lost his uh, wife at a very early age she was only in her twenties I think um, and you know he went through his bouts of depression and all that and then. He met my mom and ended up having um, six more kids. And uh, I asked him one day, man, I'm like, like, how do you wrap your head around all this? And and he says, like, I had to go through this incredible tragedy to get where I am today. I can't imagine my life without you guys. But I understand uh, what had to happen to get to this place. And uh, obviously your story is a, a bit different, but uh, your outlook and your positivity is just absolutely incredible and, and really does remind me of my dad because my dad, you know, he suffered a lot with my, uh, with my mentally ill mom. I mean, he basically sacrificed his life for her. He believed right up until the day he took his last breath after that car accident that he could fix my mom when everyone around him was like, you know, basically saying, save yourself. And he never, he never uh, gave up on my mom, and he, and he always believed in her, and that she could, uh, you know, turn things around. Um, and you're, you're, you're like, you have some kind of uh, connection to my dad, uh, as far as your spirit and your soul go, goes, Andy. That's uh, that, 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 that's a beautiful thing. That's um, I, I believe that we're all somehow connected, whether it be through stardust or, or whatever we're here on this planet. Some of us are connected. Some of us connect and there's something there and, and some of us don't. It's yeah. I mean, all I try to do is be a little better every day. I, that's all I try to do. You know, um, it's not it's not easy. And, and you re- and, and you do realize that life is just stupid in the end. But with that said, the odds that we're even here is absolutely insane when you start thinking about it. There's no, it, it's there's no way we, we should be here. Basically, you want to talk about winning the Powerball? You know, just being born, the odds of you being born are way higher than winning a dumb Powerball somewhere in this country. Just floating around on this rock through space. That's all we're doing. You had? Do you understand? Like every person in your family tree had to survive. First of all, they had to survive through all sorts of world wars and famine and diseases and earthquakes and floods. And and then finally, then it comes down to your parents and they had to have sex at the the exact moment. And that's the only reason you're here. That's it's crazy. Oh, and that's another thing we had talked about a while ago too. We got to get into my adoption story. One of these days. Oh, that's right. It's, it's interesting to say the least. All right, let's hear it. All right. So so basically, I always knew as as a child, uh, you know, my, my parents always told me that I was adopted. I always knew I always had I had like books and I always and it was as a kid, I was just like, you know, you always kind of like wondered. 
And as I got older into my teens, I had asked my parents and basically what they had told me is I have an older sister uh, from my parents. Um, I believe it was uh, my mother's health issues that she couldn't have another child. So they wanted to adopt at the time. They, they again here. They were here in New Jersey. Uh, the laws around the tri-state area were extremely difficult. And a lot of cases were they were losing. They were losing the cases and the children were going back to the birth families. My my birth, my, my parents didn't want that. They reached out. They found Florida didn't have that rule. What basically happened was, was they set everything up. Now, I'll give you the one side of the story, then I'll give you the other side of the story. My parents were notified that there was a child being born to come down, that that was going to be their child. They flew down. They went down to Miami-Dade General. They signed a bunch of paperwork. They never saw the woman or, or any one of the family. Uh, and then I was handed over. And then three days later, I was on a plane back to, uh, back to Jersey. Okay, what happened in Miami? Um, real quick, my, my birth father... <laughs> Uh, now, now, okay. My name is 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 Andrew. My name is Andrew. Like I said, my family knew nothing about the birth family. My birth family's name is Andrews. My birth father's name was Byron Andrews. He ended up changing his name to Andy Andrews, never knowing anything about me. Me never knowing anything about about them. So again, what Byron was doing at the time, Byron was. Um, he drove a boat for the Rolling Stones. He was smuggling cocaine. Oh he, he had a he had a porn shop. Um, uh, there there was there was a lot going on in Miami. My birth mother at the time knew I had uh, three other siblings, three other birth siblings. She knew she did not want to bring me into the family. She was on the beach that day. She basically told the family, there was a friend there with her. She basically said, we're going to go to the hospital. I'm going to have the C-section. We'll let you know everything that's going on. She had it all set up. She basically then told them that I died. Oh, my God. Yeah. So my birth family, up until I think my 19th or my 21st birthday, she told them the truth. Now, it was shortly after that that I was, me, my, my wife and I were, were getting married. We were looking to have a family. I wanted to know my medical history. So that's when I hired a private investigator in Florida. And then that's when it turned into this. That's when I really found everything out. I was born in Miami-Dade. Miami-Dade, they destroyed all the files. It took him months to find anything. But then when he started finding things, he started finding, you know, criminal records. He started finding that my birth father may have been in a Mexican prison for a couple of years before he was brought back to America. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. And the, the funniest thing, the funniest thing about the whole thing was, was that night that my wife and I were getting the information back from the private detective in Florida was he goes, OK, I'm going to send you a picture of your birth father. It was he sends this picture of my birth father. And Opie, I swear to you, you, you can ask my wife this. When I first met her, like I said, I, I had a very small goatee. Maybe I may have even been clean shaven. And I told her, I said, just so you know, if we end up together, I'm going to be a long haired, long bearded guy. That's who I'm going to be. When he sent us this picture, it's basically what I look like now. Wow. That's the, that's the most amazing thing. And then, and then to, to meet your birth family, to find out similarities that you have, that you yeah. never even knew about. Um, it's, it was, it was just a very, uh, interesting story that that's a that's a hell of a way to get uh, brought into this world there andy yeah oh my god a and you're in touch with them to this day um my my birth parents have both passed away uh years ago uh, my wife and i actually went out we actually met everybody uh <laughs> i'm in touch with my uh my my my, uh, my siblings and i also have a half brother i have two sisters uh, uh a brother and a half brother so wow. we all stay in touch through social media and stuff like that my nieces and nephews 
Uh, right. Absolutely love them. You know, so it's it, it's 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 weird that you have a connection with someone that you never met because you still have that connection. So did you do twenty three and me? No. Oh, okay. Because your your email would just light up. <laughs> your email would just light up. We think we found another match. Yeah, so. I, I don't even know what that would be. That that I'm, I'm possibly thinking of that. Yeah. Oh my God, what you would find out with that, um, man, Andy. Geez, you, you came on like a ball of fire here. Bruising. That's what you do. Bruising. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I miss my dear friend. Uh. I miss him so. I miss him so much. I'm still not even close to over it. You know, I, I suffered uh, some some serious depression after he he died, and then Vic died six months afterwards. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's it's great to see that you constantly put up the clips, though, to just to keep the memory alive, to keep the I, laughter alive. I mean, it it always, even though they're not here, it still just brings the joy and the smile that that their energy is still here. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, you get just there's just jerks everywhere, you know that, and people try to spin that crap, and it's like, you know, first of all, Carl and Vic would want it. They would want their names to be kept alive as long as possible. And then I hear from their families, like, thank you for doing this. And I'm like, of course. It's the wow. least I could do, man. Those were my boys. Jay, yeah, just because they're not here doesn't mean their energy doesn't have to be here. We can keep that going for as long as we can. Absolutely. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm editing all the time, old radio shows and stuff. And I'm lucky that I got these guys on tape and it's crystal clear audio to the point you feel like they're still around. It's It's weird. <laughs> And my wife, she'll see it because I'll be editing and I'll be laughing my ass off because I'm, I'm, it's bringing back memories and I can see hear uh, Carl and Vic's voices. And then all of a sudden, I'll turn and then I'll just get deeply bummed because I'm like, oh, that's right. I, I almost forget sometimes. Oh, that's right. They're not, a, they're not around anymore. Let, let, let me ask you a question because this is something that uh, I was discussing with my daughter about this. We've been having a lot of discussions about AI. And they just fa- they, they're just they saying in AI now, if you take old footage of, of, say, like Carl, and you were to put it into something that AI could basically create. I mean, of course, it would never be him. But they're saying you could almost have conversations. Now, what do you I mean, is that that's kind of weird, but it's it's interesting at the same time. I- I'm reading more and more about this AI. It is here. It is happening. They're not going to be able to slow down the technology. They wanted a pause on the AI because they're really scared of its capabilities. But the rest of the world isn't going to stop. So America can't stop because this is a very dangerous thing if you don't use it properly. I mean, countries can use it against other countries. Um, But what I'm reading is basically, I I said this the other day, but uh, a, a, a newborn makes every single sound of every single language that is known to man. Uh, a newborn makes every single sound, uh, you know, and that becomes, and then they hone in their language depending on obviously how they're being brought up with their parents and stuff. But a child truly knows every sound that makes up all these languages. So with this AI technology, they, they're basically saying, uh, let's say you, bearded babble. They're like, all right, Andy, you... You know, you read this, this, and this, and it's not even a lot of stuff. You read enough stuff where you're making every every sound possible for the English language, and then then it's over, Johnny. Then it's literally it's literally you. Yeah. You know, you can either like do a Chat GPT script and then use uh, Andy Bearded uh, Babel's voice, and it, it'll sound very much like you. And then they got the option where, you know, they could just take your voice and go, all right, have them babble about uh, marijuana. And then next thing you know, it's you babbling about marijuana. Which I do, by the way. As an AI guy. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know how we're going to figure out what's real and not uh, moving forward. It's yeah. it's going to be crazy. Yeah, Have you fooled around with ChatGPT yet? Uh, my daughter has, she's, she's been keeping me in the loop of everything. She's actually creating a video game, which is insane, but she's, um, it's, it's actually helping her. It, she has, she has a free assistant because right. she's, tr she's doing character development right. and she's putting in bits and pieces of her characters and it's basically creating her characters and giving her back information. And she's going, yes, that's who I want my character to be. No, that's not. So it's, it's, she has a free assistant. It's amazing. It's an amazing tool. I've been fooling around with it with uh, YouTube descriptions and this and that. And, you know, it's funny, but <laughs> this is, I'll get it back. I'll, I'll put some basic stuff into Ch chat GPT. This video is about uh, Andy Beard humor. He's talking about his, his life and, uh, you know, the ups and downs of it and blah, blah, blah. And then the chat GPT instantly will write this unbelievable uh, description. And then know what I do? I sit there and go, Hey, you know, I, yeah, this is what I would have wrote. <laughs> <laughs> but it's making me kind of a better writer too, by going through the process and using it as, as a tool. You gotta, you gotta use it as a tool. There, there you, there you go. Use it as a tool and take what you can. Exactly. Yeah, you can't completely rely on it to do all your work for you, but if you use it right, it's, it's fascinating, man. It really is. I mean, supposedly songs are now being just written and performed uh, with ChatGPT. They said that there's uh, somebody did something with a script, and they said it was an absolutely amazing script. They said the format, the page amount. They said everything was almost perfect with it, and it was. It's like okay, like what do we need us for anymore? Then it's well, I mean, at that point, do you think like technically we live forever? I know that's a deep thought, but if you're, if you can put your whole life online, let's say, right? I mean, we're getting closer and closer to that because we're all just filming all the time. And then you got an AI program that you can really keep adjusting as you go. Couldn't you have the essence of a person that just could easily live on with almost new thoughts and current thoughts based on the relationship you had with that person? Like, let's say my dad, if I had enough audio of my dad and video of my dad, wouldn't that mean technically at that point you you do live forever? That That's what they're saying by the end of this year. That, that was the story that I saw, that they're basically going to be able to keep your, you know, your loved ones with you. Right. Depending on how much information you have. In them. And again, the more you put in, the more you're going to get. But but will it have the soul? Not, not that that I mean, listen, you and I both know there are a lot of people out there in the real world that don't have souls. So it's uh, uh, we all we all have souls, but uh, people <laughs> allow their egos to get in the way of their their true self. You know, all this stuff, Andy. I know you know it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It won't have that soul. That's why that's why um, I just surrender. I surrender to this incredible universe of ours because like they they can't. They don't understand the soul of a human being. They just can't figure that out. They can't figure out what consciousness is even, all these big brains out there. They can't wrap their finger around it and explain it, what actual consciousness is. Listen, I can tell you from experience, my, my son has had numerous brain surgeries, serious brain surgeries. I've sat down with some of the best brain surgeons in the world. Um, and actually, one of them actually told me, he said, he was very honest and very open. And he said, we really don't know much about this thing in our head. No. What they've learned what they've learned over the past couple of years. They they know what they know from books and from learning from each other. But he says, really, they don't know. And like I said, I, I won't get into it too much, but I've seen what my son has lost most of his brain, but yet he's been able to to learn some things back and get some things back. I mean, the, the brain is an amazing thing. We really have no idea what we're doing with it, though. No, not at all. I mean, they always say we only use a small percentage of our brains, right? Um, 
And I mean, I think the downfall of humanity is the fact that we think we know we know more than than the brain of the universe, whatever the f all that is. I mean, we we only fit into the intelligence this much, and the universe is just endless with how uh, intelligent it is. And that's going to be the downfall of humans when we realize we don't know crap in the end. We just don't know crap. That that is the truth, and the sooner we realize that, I think the better off we'll be. Yeah, one hundred. Listen, Andy, I got to cut it short because I really got to meet my friend. But I did not want to miss this opportunity to finally get you on my damn live stream. Absolutely grateful for this. Uh, again, uh, thank you for this. This is this is fun, and this is therapy. Uh, so yeah. uh, this is this is a win win. So this has absolutely been wonderful. You go have a drink. Uh, pinkies up. Uh, Pinkies up, and and next time we'll uh, we'll laugh a lot more. But I, I really appreciate you you sharing your your story. And I remember, bro, you're literally an inspiration to me. You're you're unbelievable how you go through life and deal with some incredibly tough tough days. Listen, just remember, just keep laughing at everything. It's all about the peace, the love, right. and the laughter. Get the uh, get the plugs out because uh, you do the Bearded Babble podcast. I'm a fan. I, I watch. Yeah, Bearded Babble on uh, YouTube, uh, Bearded Humor on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, yeah, like that's that's pretty much it. We're getting back into the Bearded Babble on YouTube, getting things going again, trying to get some guests in. We do a lot of stuff down here with just the family outside. Again, it's just uh, just trying to just keep a good message going. That's all we can do. And, uh, and you know, get back to doing some thumbnails, my brother. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we we got to catch up. You know, at this point, I'm so far behind. You're probably just going to have to send me a couple of key ones, or I'm just going to have to get going from this point on. Oh, no. It's, it's all, it's all, <laughs> I'm just busting your balls. No, no. Again, that's therapy, and I enjoy doing that. And I need to right. get I, – I miss my memes. I, in my past life, I was a meme god, so it's uh, I got to get back to doing that, too. All right. Uh, thank you. My friend Andy, man, from, from uh, Bearded uh, Babble. Thank enjoy, you. everybody. Bye, right. Dirty. Corn diff. Yes, we'll talk soon, all right? All right, there he goes. Um, Bob, I got to go. I got to go, Bob. I understand, Oh, I just wanted to tell you that that, that guy's a hero. Oh, right on, yeah. And he's a, 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 an incredible inspiration. I love these positive-thinking people. We can all learn from that guy. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I didn't want to blow you off. I saw you in the green room. No, 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 no. It, it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll do it next time, whatever. Okay. We will, do, we will do it next time. I, I will tell you about my friend's beard that he grew in Vietnam. When when you have when when you have a chance. No, say it right now. I got I got maybe two more minutes. Okay. Well, my my buddy went to Vietnam. Uh, well, he wasn't my buddy then. He was a lot older than me. But whatever. He went to Vietnam with my. After my dad went, he went, and uh, he said uh, he would never shave his beard ever with his buddy he said we're not going to shave until we get out of vietnam and uh his buddy never made it back and he has a beard almost down to his belt belly button to this day to this day see the world needs more uh, loyal people god damn it that's cool as f yeah it is it is whenever i see him he just he holds on to his beard he goes yep that's for whatever his name was he said that's that's who that's for Wow, it's a good story.